I like this part of the country, and I am fond of living here because I am attached to it by deep roots, profound and delicate roots, which attach a man to the soil on which his ancestors were born and died, which attach him to what people think and what they eat, to the usages as well as to the food, local expressions, the peculiar language of the peasants, to the smell of the soil, of the villages, and of the atmosphere itself. I love my house in which I grew up. From my windows I can see the Seine, which flows by the side of my garden. On the other side of the road, almost through my grounds, the great wide Seine, which goes to Rouen and Havre, and which is covered with boats passing to and fro. On the left lies Rouen, that large town with its blue roofs under its pointed Gothic towers. They are innumerable, delicate or broad, dominated by the spire of the cathedral, and full of bells, which sound through the blue air on fine mornings, sending their sweet and distant iron clang to me. Their metallic sound, which the breeze wafts in my direction, now stronger and now weaker, according as the wind is stronger or lighter. What a delicious morning it was! About eleven o'clock, a long line of boats, drawn by a steam-tug as big as a fly, and which scarcely puffed while emitting its thick smoke, passed my gate. After two English schooners, whose red flag fluttered towards the sky, there came a magnificent Brazilian three-master. It was perfectly white and wonderfully clean and shining. I saluted it. I hardly know why, excepting that the sight of the vessel gave me great pleasure. May 12th. I have had a slight feverish attack for the last few days, and I feel ill. Or rather, I feel low-spirited. Whence do these mysterious influences come? which change our happiness into discouragement, and our self-confidence into diffidence. One might almost say that the air, the invisible air, is full of unknowable forces, whose mysterious presence we have to endure. I wake up in the best spirits, with an inclination to sing in my throat. Why? I go down by the side of the water, and suddenly, after walking a short distance... I return home, wretched, as if some misfortune were awaiting me there. Why? Is it a cold shiver which, passing over my skin, has upset my nerves and given me low spirits? Is it the form of the clouds, or the color of the sky, or the color of the surrounding objects, which is so changeable, which have troubled my thoughts as they pass before my eyes? Who can tell? Everything that surrounds us, everything that we see without looking at it, everything that we touch without knowing it, everything that we handle without feeling it, all that we meet without clearly distinguishing it, has a rapid, surprising, and inexplicable effect upon us and upon our organs, and through them on our ideas and on our heart itself. How profound that mystery of the invisible is. We cannot fathom it with our miserable senses, with our eyes which are unable to perceive what is either too small or too great, 
too near to or too far from us, neither the inhabitants of a star nor a drop of water. And our ears deceive us, for they transmit to us the vibrations of the air in sonorous notes. They are fairies who work the miracle of changing that movement into noise, and by that metamorphosis give birth to music, which makes the mute agitation of nature musical with our sense of smell, which is smaller than that of a dog, with our sense of taste, which can scarcely distinguish the age of a wine. Oh, if we only had other organs which would work other miracles in our favor. What a number of fresh things we might discover around us. <laughs>